Welcome, friends, to another attempt uh, to discern good from bad science. And in order to do that, we must learn how to separate science, uh, which is good and fine and uh, appropriate, from scientism, which is not science at all, but only sounds like science. And we need to understand exactly what people mean when they tell you to follow the science or listen to the science. So that's what we're going to do today. Now, our culture is uh, Western culture in particular, but Eastern culture, too, and others are particularly saturated in scientism. Uh, scientism comes in various forms. Uh, we're not going to go through all of them today. Just We're going to go through one in particular, but uh, it, it behooves us to at least learn about some of these other forms. Uh, the, perhaps the most prominent, uh, at least in philosophical circles, is the belief that all knowledge is scientific, which is, of course, a proposition that is itself not scientific and therefore is self-refuting. Uh, which is to say it is false. It is false that uh, uh, all knowledge is scientific. Now, that embarrassing correction has been pointed out many times. Not that it sticks, but it's been pointed out many times. There's a lot more to say about that, but we'll leave that for another time. That, that proposition still fails uh, if we swap uh, most in for all. Instead of all knowledge is uh, uh, scientific will swap in most. Now, if we put knowledge, which is provable truths uh, only and not likelihoods, and we, we put knowledge on the scale with uh, science on one side and all other knowledge on the other, I think science loses that battle too, uh, which I take to be obvious because science deals more in probabilities than necessary truths. A variant, of course, of that first proposition is uh, that uh, what we might call the all knowledge proposition is the superiority proposition, uh, which is that the best knowledge is scientific. This one is at least not self-refuting, but it remains conditional on best. Defining best is, again, though, not scientific and changes meaning depending on context. Sometimes scientific knowledge is best, uh, for instance, uh, in discussing the operation of lasers. Well, science is exactly what you need. And sometimes scientific knowledge is not the best. And that leads us to our next example, which is the worst, or at least the most pernicious form of scientism. So let's imagine a scenario here. Uh, See if you can picture this in your mind. It'll be somewhat difficult, but see if you can stick with me. A collection of uh, researchers, uh, also known as a, uh, like a murder of crows, uh, we, we, we might also call a hubris of researchers, uh, stationed at whatever you think is the best uh, or greatest university uh, that we have, develops a model which predicts to some pleasing degree of accuracy, but of course imperfectly and probabilistically, who will win ladies' soccer games. The model is uh, an accepted piece of science and it verifies well enough. Its probabilities are calibrated, uh, which if you know what that means, that's a good thing. If you don't, it's just a good thing. It never predicts certainty in either direction, which is also a good thing. And it beats all known competitor models. Again, it's not perfect or anywhere near it, uh, given the contingency of sports and the blizzard of causes involved. But it's not bad either. If you were a gambler, you would consider this model, uh, if not default to it. Now, 
here we go. We got some ruler. He takes note of this model. He sees the science in it and then issues this mandate. Follow the science, says our ruler. We must, at all costs, restore equity in women's sports. And so all must make bets on ladies' soccer games. Well, uh, according to the, uh, the, the, the details of this mandate, all people must bet using this model on every ladies' soccer game and must bet at least $10 per event. Those who fail to make these bets will be forbidden to communicate on social media lest their obstreperousness uh, catch on. The government, of course, which is beneficent and loves us, uh, knows that not all, all can afford that $10 per game. So they print up some money and they send it to the poor, uh, which we might define as those making under hundred grand a year, dictating that the money must be used to make the bets. Uh, propagandists, ever desirous of currying favor with rulers, go all in on the mandate. They take the denouncing deniers who reject the mandate's goals and means. Corporations embrace the mandate with glee, firing those who fail to bet. Uh, the charge of sexism uh, and misogyny are, are leveled, and even racism is heard, given the constituency of the teams. Many seek religious exemptions to the mandate, uh, saying betting is against their sincerely held religious beliefs. Uh, these people, of course, are scoffed at, uh, called backward, or, or just ignored. All government employees who ask for exemptions are rejected. After a goodly period of time, uh, viewership on women's soccer is up somewhat. This improvement is put down to the positive effects of science. Eventually, of course, uh, you know, uh, attention flags, rulers move on to new crises, uh, the people react to new panics, corporations focus on new ways to milk the populace, and science turns its all-seeing eye to something new. It's then discovered, only then, that the model created by the experts had a, a, a what we might call a divide-by-two mistake. The code was flawed. And a substantial portion of the time, the probabilities were inverted, by which I mean uh, when it said there was an 80% chance, uh, they really meant 20% and so forth. Oopsie. And then the viewership uh, for ladies' soccer, while it did rise for a time, gradually fell back to something not far from its old level after attention waned and the mandate expired. That's the end of our example. Well, that's scientism. That's scientism of the pernicious kind, that mandate. Even if the model turned out to be as good as promised and had no flaw, even if it predicted perfectly every time and with no exceptions, it's still scientism, that mandate. It does not follow from the perfection of that model that one must bet, even if one will with certainty make or at least not lose any money on the bet. This then, again, is the worst form of scientism, where the science is used as a bludgeon to compel behavior. Silent, science, rather, is silent on all questions of right and wrong. All questions of right and wrong. At best, science could tell you how many people do some good or bad thing, and perhaps identify some of the circumstances of good and bad behavior in a predictable way, but that's it. What's right or wrong to do is never the science. 
which is why you must never follow the science. You must do good and not do bad, but never follow the science. As I've said many times, those who say, listen to the science, really say, listen to me. That's it for this time, everybody. Thanks for listening.